Salute Nation. This is January 10th, 2023, 1.30 a.m. on the East Coast. It is thir- currently 31 degrees out here in New York. Episode 38. Well, Raiders season is definitely officially in the offseason. We are not in the postseason. And this episode is, uh, I'm going to go over some Raider news, as well as the recap of who we beat, who we lost, as well as player stats. And then team stats and team rankings. So before I get started with that, great news. Great news. This is definitely uh, this is definitely something that is is a happy. Bill safety, Demar Hamlin. Left the hospital and is being transferred to Buffalo, uh, where he will be doing more tests. They want to find more about his health. Yeah, I mean, which is what you got to do. It's, it's a smart way, but they're doing it in Buffalo. He's going to be at the Buffalo Hospital, um, but he's doing good. He's doing good. He's he took a lap. Uh, walking, not not like jogging or running, but took a lap around the hospital, which that's that's a great sign. And Pappy, uh, I'm just that's just it's, it's it's scary situation. As an ex player, as many people probably who even if you didn't play football, just to that probably shocked the world. It it definitely put it in perspective of of certain things. So yeah, that that's that that's great news. Other news I want to get into before I talk about Raider stuff. Did you all watch college football championship game? TCU got their ass whooped. The Georgia Bulldogs destroyed them 65 to 7. It would have been 66 if they didn't miss the extra point in the fourth quarter. Truthfully, it could have been 70 to something. But they decide with a minute and a half or a minute and 20 or a minute and 10 driving down the field. They decide to take the knee. As the mercy. I mean, kudos for not running that score up, even though you already did. But, you know, I mean, you got to play until, you know, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. So, congratulations to Georgia Bulldogs on winning back to back titles 15 and 0 with another national title. Congratulations. Um, speaking on college football, though, 
I know I want to say that this was going to be more so on Raider stuff, and it will be. Majority of it is Raider topic. I'm not going to get into the other my other teams of the Bulls and the Yankees, and there are news, but I'm going to save that for you know sometime within this week. Speaking of college football, though, like I was getting into, I believe this is the last year of this format. And I believe next year, the year after that, one of the two options, it's going to move up to 12 teams. I think that's next year or the year after. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be some good shit. Hopefully we get a more competitive championship game. I mean, I get it. <laughs> As a Hoya uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish fan, uh, yeah, my team got their ass whooped. Now, I'm not going to say the year. I'm not going to say the score. I will mention the fucking team that we got our asses kicked, which was Alabama in the championship game. And that was, uh, yeah. Fuck Brian Kelly. So. Let's move on to some Raiders. What I want to talk about with the Raiders, um, besides covering the team stats and the rankings and the player stats and, and, and the draft positioning and how many picks we have and, you know, the, the good stuff. I want to get into uh, Crosby. Crosby. Voted by teammates to receive the Commitment to Excellence Award. So congratulations to Mad Max. Um, it's an honor. It's always it's got always got to be an honor to be chosen and elected by your peers and your teammates. So congratulations to Crosby. Before I get to the Tom Brady. <laughs> Uh, yeah, clickbait motherfuckers. All love. It's all love. I want to talk about this other report about Mark Davis. Reports say Mark Davis is embarrassed by the friendly home that Allegiant Stadium is becoming for other team fans. Well, Marky Mark, a smart businessman would have recognized first that Vegas is a tourist destination. I mean, duh. It's not going to be the same atmosphere as it was for L.A., or Oakland. It's just, it's not. It, it's a different feel. And it's naturally going to be that way because it's Vegas. I mean, a third grader could figure that one out. It's a dip, different atmosphere. How to change that? I don't know if you really can. Sure, winning seasons will do it. This is only our third season as the Vegas or in Vegas. First year eight and eight. Last year ten and seven. And this year six and eleven. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm sure you know having more than one winning season in Vegas is going to help. But you're still the stadium, regardless of our record's going to be. Vegas will always have a filled stadium because it's a tourist attraction and it's the NFL. It's not like Major League Baseball. When the A's come, sure. They, you know, I mean, baseball is a different name. It's not, you know, that's not America's sport anymore or number one sport. So you could survive, you know, I mean, you, you had to be careful with losing seasons a lot with, you know, in, with baseball in, in Vegas. Absolutely. But it's still going to be a different atmosphere than Oakland A's as Oakland or in Oakland. But you can survive the NFL with losing seasons in Vegas. You absolutely can. We're going to watch that this year, right? Sure, we got over, (laughs) we got, you know, especially the last two games with the 49ers and Kansas City, it was the sea of red. But by that time, we were out of it, right? I mean, there was nothing to play for, except for, you know, home field pride. And against the 49ers, it was an overtime loss. Stidham first start. It was a good game. I wasn't mad about that loss because we saw something against Kansas City, you know, getting our asses whooped. You know, by that time, fans ain't going to be there. It's going, of course, it's going to be, you know, more. I mean, truthfully speaking, I mean, I've, I've spent a lot of games in Buffalo, of course, being close to Buffalo. I've seen it where that stadium is filled with other teams, too, and they've had good records. I'm talking about during their height years of the 90s, where they went to four straight Super Bowls. happens of course i mean not at that time you know i mean (laughs) when you're sure when you're winning it cures a lot last year it wasn't as bad as it was this year right i mean i've never heard too much complaint and obviously i've never been to games in vegas because um, i'm not i've never been to vegas my entire life but you're gonna see that but it's a tourist destination. So that stadium is always going to be filled just because it's Vegas. And of course, winning seasons will bring our numbers up a little bit more. It should. So, Mark, here's the thing this is going to lead into this next topic Tom Brady. And here's where I have a problem with some clickbait baiters. I've always had problems with clickbait anyway. But I get it. I mean, it's a, it's a marketing it's a marketing strategy. It is. So kudos on getting people to click. But fuck you for deceiving. 
I'm not gonna say the names. Y'all know who you are. Who this is about? <laughs> it's all love. I have no hatred. I have no hatred towards it. I see right through it. Nobody is saying that's in the know is saying that Brady is coming. The talks are pursuing. Pursuing does not mean that he's coming. It does not mean that it's not or that he's not coming, but it's the term is pursuing. 100% going all in on getting Brady. Pursuing. I'm pursuing a new career path. Does not mean that I'm going to get that new career path. But also doesn't mean that I'm not. Okay? I know the people who are doing the clickbaiting, they know it. They just are assuming that, well, McDumpling, sorry, McDaniels is here, and he has a rapport and knows the offense that Brady is coming. The Lord and Savior is coming to rescue us all from the misery of 20-plus years of being losers. I have no problem, Brady, coming. When it becomes official that Brady is here and a Vegas Raider, then that's when I'll be like, okay. Until then, I don't give a fuck. He's not here. I, personally, do not think he's coming. He will get his ass killed by this offensive line. Now, I know there's a part, well, Tampa Bay had a terrible offensive line. But does anybody know their defensive ranking? Because that's a big question, and that's a great question. Sure, offensively, yeah, listen, if he comes, I mean, Grant, it'll be free agency. So it's not like you're giving up anything, you're just giving up money. But he comes to a situation like when he left New England to go to Tampa Bay, the Bucks already had a young, solid defense. That only got better. Now, I'm not saying Brady can't bring people here. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. And I'm not calling him old because, I, I mean, he is old in football standards, but he's still performing at a good level. Only reason why I say he's not coming is because we are not a quarterback away, and he knows that. We have so many holes to fill. More so on the defensive side. 
so yeah, I'm sticking with my observation of this whole thing and opinion of this whole thing that I, I don't believe Brady's coming. Sure, he'll listen to the offer. He'll ponder of it, but he's not going to come. If he decides to continue playing, it will be for another team that is a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. We are not. Regardless of people thinking, well, the Super Bowl is in Vegas next year. What a great storyline would this be? Brady comes because he wants to play in the Super Bowl and bring a title to the Raiders. Didn't we already hear this already before? Not a Brady, but Belichick. Fan of L. Davis. Doesn't want the league to get rid of Mark Davis because it will ruin the bloodline of the Raiders. You can't have the Raiders without any Davises. We heard all this. It's laughable, considering Marky is not a young guy anymore. He's 60-something years old, no kids. I understand why he doesn't have any kids. Yes, that was a shot. I have been, you know, not as harsh on Marky Mark as I normally am. Because I loved what he done. I love the fact that he brought in a front office. I am a fan of Ziegler and Champ. I am. I'm a fan. I love what they do in contracts. We get to see now what they can do in, uh, you know, in drafting. Which I am worried about. We got nine picks. Nine picks in this draft. Got the seventh overall pick in the first round. 38th pick in the second round. 70th pick in the third round. 106th pick in the fourth. And we have 138th and 141st. You know, the 141 is from Atlanta. That's in the fifth round. 189th from Dallas, which is the sixth round. And then we got to finish up two in the seventh which is the 198 from Arizona and the 209 from New England. Now, this is as is. We have a guy in the front office. I forgot what his name is. He's being looked at to be a GM somewhere. That will bring a draft pick to us. I think it brings two, if I'm not mistaken. Because he's a black guy. And and whatever the reasoning, <laughs> we get something out of it. And then, of course, Derek Carr. If we trade him or cut him. If we cut him, we obviously we save money, I believe, right? I can't remember how the contract is. 
as I know, we have a window of like three after the Super Bowl. But yeah, I I just do not think that Brady's coming. I don't. I, I, I just don't. This is what I would do. Now, if we were a quarterback away, now I'm still saying let's go with Stidham. You can't judge a man or a player by just two games. Two st- you you just can't. I will give him another try. I'm not saying do not get somebody out there like a brisket or brissette or whatever his name is. <laughs> you guys know I'm not good with names. I wouldn't draft a quarterback in this round or this uh, this season unless it's a Bryce Young. I know a lot of people are so high up on C.J. Stroud. I'm not. But to me, the guy that is ready will be Bryce Young. To me, I'm I'm still sticking with 2024, Caleb Williams. I think he is an exceptional talent. I think he and because he reminds me so much of how the Chiefs quarterback is. Yep, I said it. I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to say out out lucky it's it just makes me sick just mention the word chiefs. <sighs> but you know who that's who he reminds me of. Yep. We should draft him. I know there's some people out there like we're not going to finish in the top 5 next year. Oh, I think we will. I don't think we're going to have a good season next year. And I'll go over that when I talk about the upcoming schedule. Which I could do right now, tell you the truth. I'll I'll do that. Let's do that. before, And then I'll do an intermission and come back and finish off with player stats and team stats, rankings, blah, blah, blah. So let's read off the schedule. Okay. For the 2023-2024 opponents, home games, we got nine, and we'll have eight away games. So obviously we got three home games with our division. Broncos, Queefs, you know, the Powder Puffs. We play the Pats, the Jets, and the Steelers. We also play, that's AFC foes. And then we play the the NFC. We play the Packers, the Vikings, and the Giants. Away games. Obviously, again, we have three in our division. AFC Conference opponents. Dolphins, Colts, Bills. And the NFC side, we have the Bears and the Lions. Chiefs are in the postseason. We play them twice. Chargers are in the postseason. We play them twice. 
We play the Bills are in the postseason. Dolphins are in the postseason. Vikings are in the postseason. And Giants are in the postseason. So out of those six teams that are in the postseason that we play next year, two of those teams obviously are in our division. I do see us beating the Broncos. I don't care if Sean Payton goes there. He has to get a quarterback. Russell Wilson's not it. Ha ha. We're probably going to get swept by the Chiefs again. And we'll probably win one uh, against the Powder Puffs. So we'll probably go 3-3 in our division like we did this year. Pats. We could beat them. Jets. That's a tough one. They got a good young defense, and they played good this year. Steelers, they almost missed a, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tough one. Oh, plus, they also beat us this year, right? Packers. Who knows who their quarterback's going to be? Huh? <laughs> Considering now he's already making it fucking miserable for the Packers again. Of course, many speculations are again that we may get Rodgers. <laughs> Let's see. We're, we're, we're linked to Rodgers. We're linked to, to, um, to Brady. We're linked to Rich Gannon probably again. Uh, Dan Marino, Dan Fouds. Everybody. We're, we're, we're always linked to everybody. Vikings. Giants. They get to see their old defensive coordinator. School our defense once again. I know. I mean, just think of that. I mean, <laughs> I won't be surprised we're worse than we were this year. I will not be surprised. And it's sad. I feel like crying. We're going to lose to the Dolphins. We may lose to the Colts. We're definitely going to lose to the Bills in Buffalo. Which I'll be. I'll be there. Be there with my colors on. I'll be throwing the middle fingers. I think we could beat the Bills. Our Bears. I probably won't beat the Lions. So oh, let's see, that's yeah, two, three, four. I I see right there four wins. Four or five wins. Holy shit, we suck again. Now, that's of right now. Obviously, we haven't drafted anybody yet. Free agency hasn't occurred. We don't know who really is our starting quarterback is going to be. We don't know. I don't know. I just know. I just have a, you know, I just don't believe it's going to be Brady. So, yeah. That is next year's roster, or not roster, schedule. 
well, opponents. I do not feel comfortable right now. The way our we're assembled, of course, that's possibly going to change. Of course, you got free agency. Yeah, you, you know, we got a lot of free agency. You know, we got to fill the quarterback position. We got. We don't know if we're going to resign JJ, which is blasphemy that we have to think about this. But it is what it is. It's a business as well. And also, all because I said something's not going to happen doesn't mean that it's not either. I just don't believe the Brady's coming. It's up to him. He decides. So, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a little intermission. And then come right back. So you know the drill. Don't don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Where I'll go over what we did. Talk about who we beat, who we lost to. We all know. Player stats, team somewhat stats, more so the rankings. So, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. That transition was called the slider. I think I played it before or used it before. So, let's get on to some uh, recap of the season. It's definitely not one that was good. Raiders. We finished six and eleven, four and four at home, two and seven on the road, three and three in the division, five and seven against the AFC, one and four against the NFC. The teams that we beat, we swept the Broncos again. So that's two games. We beat the Texans. We beat the Seahawks. We beat the Powder Puffs. And we beat the Patriots. Teams that we lost. We lost to the Chargers. We also lost to the Cardinals. The Titans. We got swept by the Queefs again. We lost to the Saints. Well, got crushed by the Saints as well. Lost to the Jags, lost to the Colts, lost to the Rams, lost to the Steelers, and as well, lost to the 49ers. We only beat two winning teams. That was the Chargers at 10 and 7, or who are 10 and 7, and the Seahawks at 9 and 8 now. 4 and 9. In games decided by seven or less. Two and two in games decided by seven or more. And two and two decided in overtime. Derek Carr. 
15 games all started. Obviously, he didn't start the last two and didn't play in the last two. Three out of five completions for 502 attempts, which is a 60.8 average or percent. 3,522 yards, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 60 yards was his longest. QBR at 55.5, rating at 86.3. He was sacked 27 times for a loss, 191 yards, four fumbles. Four quarter comebacks, three game-winning drives, 24 rushes. He ran 24 times for 102 yards. Longest of rush was 102 or was uh, 20 yards. Stidham, five games. I didn't know he played in five games, to tell you the truth. I don't even think he really did play in five games. Maybe. I mean, he did start two. He played a little bit in the Saints game. Yeah, it's about five. But started two games. 53 completions, 85 attempts, 63.9%. Six hundred and fifty-six yards, which is pretty damn good for two games, by the way. Four touchdowns, three interceptions. Longest was sixty yards as well. QBR fifty-eight point nine, rating at eighty-nine point two. He was sacked seven times in two games. That could be also one of the games where I don't think he was sacked seven in two starts. But anyways, he was sacked seven times for a loss of forty-seven yards. He also fumbled three times. 14 runs for 84 yards, longest at 11 yards. Let's go to JJ, rushing side of it all. The rushing champion, the first time since 1985 with Marcus Allen. Played in all 17 games, started all 17. 340 carries. 1,653 yards. Longest was an 86-yarder, which, of course, was the game winner in overtime against the Seahawks. 12 touchdowns. He also caught 53 passes on 64 attempts for 400 yards, which is about 300, uh, uh, 393 total touches for 2,053 yards uh, from scrimmage which is receiving and running. He also fumbled three times. Receiving side. <clears throat> Adams played in all 17 games, 100 receptions with 180 targets, 1,516 yards, 14 touchdown. Longest was 60 yards, 55.5% catching percentage. And he fumbled once. Hollins, Mac 10, was second with 57 receptions, with 94 targets, 690 yards, four touchdowns. Longest was also a 60 yarder, 60.6% uh, 60. for catching. He played in 17 games, started 16. Defense. Total tackles, Crosby led with 88. Solo tackles, Harmon led with 63. Assisted, Diablo led with 36. 
Tackles for a loss. Crosby led with 22. Quarterback hits. Crosby led with 35. Sacks. Crosby led with 12.5. Interceptions. Three tied with two. Perriman, Robertson, and Harmon. Interceptions. Uh, touchdowns by interception. Harmon with one. Um, passes defended. Robertson led with nine. Force fumbles. Crosby led with three. Fumble recovery. Jones led with three. Touchdowns by fumble. Two tied with one. Jones and Robertson. Carlson, 34 field goals made. 37 field goals attempted. 57 yards was his longest. 91.9%. 019, no attempts, 20 to 29 yards. Um, he was nine for nine. And 34, 39 yards, he was 11 out of 13. And 50 or 40 yards, 40 to 49, he was three out of four. <clears throat> and 50 plus, he was 11, that was the 11 for out of 13. Extra points, 35 out of 36, or 36 attempts, 35 made. 97.2%. 90 kickoffs total, 5,546 yards, 47, uh, 57 touchbacks, which is 63.3% touchback average. Kicking average was 61.6. Punting. Cole, 59 punts for 2,884. 48.9 average. Return punts. Return punt yards were 281. Net of 2,583. Punt net yards per punt is 43.8, 67 longest punt, one touchback, 26 inside the 20. So let's go into some team rankings. I'm going to go over the offense first and then the defense. Points a game, 23.2, which is 12th. Yards a game, 352.5, which is ranked number 12. Points per play, 0 0.377, which is ranked number 12. Yards per play, 5.7, which is ranked number 8. Third down conversions, 39.90%, which is ranked number 16. Fourth down conversions, which is 54.17%, which is ranked number 9. Red zone, 48.94%, which is ranked number 26. Touchdowns a game, which is 2.5, which is ranked number 12. Rushes a game, 25.2, which is ranked number 21. Yards per rush, 4.8, which is ranked number 6. And rushing yards a game, 121.7, which is ranked number 17. Rushing touchdowns a game, which is 0 0.7, which is ranked number 22. Passes a game, 
34.5, which is ranked number 12. Yards per pass, 6.7, which is ranked number 11th. Passing yards a game, 231.4, which is ranked number 11th. Time of possession, 50.29%, which is ranked number 11. Defense aside, same categories. Points allowed a game, 24.6, which is ranked number 26. Yards allowed a game, 350, uh, 365.6, which is ranked number 28. Points allowed per play, 0.388, which is ranked number 28. Yards allowed per play, which is 5.8, which is 27%, our 27th rank. Yards, our third down, concern, our third down conversion allowed, 41.75%, which is ranked number 26. Fourth down conversion allowed, 55%, which is ranked number 19. Red zone allowed, 66.04% which is ranked number 30. Touchdowns allowed a game, 2.8, which is ranked number 27. Rushes allowed a game, 27.1, which is ranked number 17. Yards per rush allowed, 4.5, which is ranked number 23. Rushing yards a game, or rushing yards allowed a game, 122.8, which is ranked number 19. Rushing touchdowns allowed a game, 1.2, which is ranked number 25. Passes allowed a game, 34.7, which is ranked number 20. Yards per pass allowed, 7.0, which is ranked number 27. Passes Passing yards allowed a game, 242.9, which is ranked number 29. And time of possessions allowed. 49.71, which is also rank number 11. Now, here's some notable team stats. Interceptions thrown percentage. Offensive side is 2.90, which is ranked number 28. And on the defensive side is 1.02, which is ranked number 32. Quarterback sacked percentage. 5.64%, which is ranked number nine. On the defensive side is 4.38, which is ranked number 30th. That means we don't get to the quarterback. Turnovers, the margin per game, minus 0 0.5, which is ranked number 30th on the offense. And on the defense is plus 0 0.5, which is also ranked number 30th. Giveaways. 1.2, we don't hardly give the ball away. We're ranked number eight. Takeaways, 0 0.8, we're dead last. Means we don't cause and get the turnovers. Field goal conversion percentage, 91.89% for our offense, which is ranked number six. Defensive side, 70%, which is ranked number one. So that means we, if we don't allow the touchdowns, we're we're gonna we're gonna allow the, the field goals, or something like that. Yeah, 
<laughs> Penalties per play. 0.05, which is ranked number 31. And on the defensive side, 0.04, which is ranked number 18. Penalties a game, 6.6, which is ranked uh, uh, number 30 on our offense. 5.5, ranked number 20 on our defense. 8.2 uh, uh, penalty yards per play. 8.2, which is ranked number 17 for offense. On the defensive side, 8.2, ranked number 18. Penalty yards a game. Offense, 54.8, which is ranked number 30th. And on the defensive side, we're 44.6, which is ranked number 20. But yet, stats don't matter, right? Is that what we tell a lot of people? Or I don't. Nothing ever comes out of my mouth stating that stats don't matter. I would never said I would never say stats are deceiving. Because if that's the case, then that means why do we keep MVP awards? That is based off of stats. Why we have people in Hall of Fame? That's based on stats. Why do we say somebody's the leading rusher? Leader in sacks. Passing yards leader. More touchdowns. Blah, 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 blah. Every all that is stats. It's funny how when people claim something is rigged or something is deceiving, it's always to fit somebody's agenda. It's always. You have an agenda. You have an agenda to deceive. Truth is, stats matter. That's what determines the Hall of Fame. That's what determines the MVP. That's what determines who goes to the Pro Bowl. Used to. That's more now voting for fandoms and but the sack leaders are sack leaders. Now they didn't never used to keep that stat of sacks until like what 1980 something. Before that it wasn't really kept. But a lot of things back in the old days wasn't as kept as it is now. Everything. I mean there's stat for everything. But stats matter. I think the wrong word when someone says deceiving, it shouldn't be called or set mentioned as deceiving. See, here's the thing. And, and I, I laugh when someone says oh, that, that somebody padding their stats on garbage points or, or, or garbage time. You're trying to win the game. And only time that it's garbage stat or a garbage padding of, the, of your stat is when you're up big, you already have the game won, you're still driving. Right? When you're already winning by 20, 30 points, and you're still going down to padding your... That, I can get that point. That is garbage time. But when you are sitting there and trying to do a fourth quarter comeback, or you're trying to do a game-winning drive, 
That matters. That's not garbage time. So. Yeah, I think I cover everything I want to talk about. Cover the Brady. Cover the Mark Davis, you know, embarrassed by the fans of the, you know, that that it's too friendly. Talked about uh, Crosby getting that award. Went over the player stats. Went over the team stats and the rankings. That was tiresome. Not going to lie. But the most important stat of them all is that we're 6-11. and 11. Under a new regime, we go from 10-7, and seven, playoff berth, under an interim coach, to a guy who has a pedigree as being a great offensive quarter. Sucks as a head coach. I stand by that. But he's, yeah, he's more welcome to prove me wrong. Have no choice. I don't do the hiring and firing. But we go from 10 and 7 to 6 and 11. From interim coach who is 7 and 5. Now we want to talk about losing records as a quarterback, but we failed to think about uh, uh, um, not Belichick. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, McDumplings. He has a losing record as a head coach. I mean, we're so quick to point out Carr's record as a quarterback, which I find to be fucking retarded. It's like a pitching. <laughs> it's like a pitcher's fucking, you know, record, but they can have a great ERA. <laughs> Explain. Can't. Some of the stats are just, well, I guess you're right. Deceiving. Right. Again, it's agenda base. But you're right. I mean, if, since it is a stat that you got to keep and that they cap it. So, okay. We, we, we can look at Carr's record. But look at Bel... Um, God damn, I did again. I guess it's because I want Belichick as that coach. I'll take Belichick as that coach. And put McDumplings back where he belongs as an offensive coordinator. I said it. But yeah, McDumplings as a head coach sucks. Now, some people may say, well, yeah, we returned seven last year, but, you know, those teams that we had to beat, without understanding the term that we had to beat, you know, they were going through situations too. We are all going through situations. It's sports. It's a team sport. We all have to deal with injuries. We all have to deal with bullshit. We dealt with most bullshit last year than any franchise in any fucking sport dealt with in one year. Only one I think it can come close is the Yankees when they lost Thurman Munson to a plane crash. It's only time. Well, Bills this year have gone through a lot of shit. And here they are getting ready to host the Miami Dolphins in the postseason. And then if them, and we may still get that matchup between them and the and uh, the um. The Bengals and then that, the round after that before the AFC Championship. 
which will be not in Kansas City. It will be in a neutral site. And I pick, and I believe it's going to be Vegas. Under these circumstances, what happened with the Bills and Bengals game that couldn't play, finish that game, and they did they didn't make that game up, was canceled. Under those circumstances, oh well. Hamlin's life is more important than this game, or in any game, any sport. But yeah. I do believe that the neutral site is Vegas. Sad, huh? Kind of. It's definitely definitely sad considering we will probably never get to see an AFC championship game in Vegas. I want to be hopeful. I want to. I really do. But it's definitely like not like the olden times. Just it's not. It's, that has nothing to do with that we're in Vegas now. So hopefully the people who I do like in the front office, meaning the GM, Ziegler, and the assistant GM and champ can turn this shit around. I, I do. I do. And I hope, and I listen, I hope McDumplings can prove me wrong. I want him to. I cheer for that. Please, McDumplings, prove to me. Prove me wrong that you are are, are not a good coach. Prove me wrong that you are a good coach. Prove to me. Prove to me. Prove it to me. Prove it to me that we can turn this shit around. Because going from 10 and 7 with an interim who went 7 and 5, under all that shit we went through last year, to be a leader, to muster that team together, to win those games that we have to fucking win regardless of other people's excuses of why we got in there. We still did. And then we did not get embarrassed in the postseason. We did not get embarrassed playing against the the team that went on and went to the Super Bowl last year and lost. We did not look embarrassed at all. That was something to build up on. We were all hyped. I even predicted that we were going 10 and 7 again. I was just happy that, hey, 10 and 7, holy shit, back to back winning seasons. This is the last, the first time this happened was in 2001, 2002. Since 2002, since we went to the Super Bowl, got embarrassed. From 2003 on, we've had only two. Two winning fucking seasons. And none of them were back to back. Matter of fact, 
2016, which no one predicted. Carr had his great year, right? He had a great fucking year. Just only his two or second or third season in. Injury. He never played a postseason game that year. That was all a rookie who was on his first ever career start. Following year, shitty season. Following year after that, shitty season. Gruden comes in, blah, 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 blah. He builds from four and twelve to seven and nine or and then eight and eight. And then and then well, last year's team. I mean that that was the team he assembled. He was three and two before he was gone. Who knows how it would have turned out? But the point is, is an interim coach took over. And we went seven and five with them. Had to win four games to get to it. And we did. And we could have won that game. Sure, Carr threw the pick. But we did not look embarrassed. <clears throat> and then this year, new GM, new head coach, a head coach who doesn't have a good pedigree as far as being a head coach. Good pedigree for being offensive coordinator. Come from a winning organization. Bringing a guys that were, were teachers. We can teach anybody. That's what they claimed. Did they? Sure, there were a couple guys that had good years. Sure. Well, overall, 10 and 7 to 6 and 11. Speaks for itself. So now the question is, what's next? Who's next? And what's next? Are we going to get Brady? If we do, here's the thing. He's only got a couple more years left. And then what? Back into the same shit we are this year. Don't know. But we got a draft quarterback. Now, obviously, he's, you know what I mean? But I don't think even if he does, I'm going to say if he does come, if. If the pursuing works and he decides, yeah, I want to go to Vegas. I want to play and finish my career in Vegas. I'm going to bring people over. We're going to build something here. Cool. But what are you going to do after that? I would, if we get Brady, you have to sign Stidham. Let him sit behind and let him take control when he's gone. Otherwise, you're going to trust a rookie to come in and learn this system and blah, 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 and take over. But it just, it's, you know what I mean? Anyways, this ends episode 38. 39 will be about the Bulls and such and such. So until then, salute nation.